Hello, and welcome to the Brain Bites Creative Aligned podcast. I'm Jason Sroden. Welcome to the show where we talk to people in the orthodontic industry, from orthodontists to practice managers to suppliers to software companies, just everyone, because we just love orthodontics. And today we're going to talk to my good friend from Gage, Miss Suzanne Wilson. Suzanne, how are you? Hi, Jay. I'm great. Thanks for having me. How are welcome. you? I'm great. Uh, you know, we're... We, I know that we, we haven't talked in a while and there's much to discuss, but our focus today is going to be on an upcoming event that you guys are hosting called Engage. We're going to talk a lot about that. And then I'm going to toss out just some random questions about what you're seeing in the orthodontic space as it relates to marketing, because you have such a rich history in orthodontics. And so that's where I'd like to start. Can you okay. tell me, take, take me back? How the hell did you get entangled with orthodontics? Is it that beautiful smile? Uh, um, you know, it is It is uh, wild sometimes the path that we end up on in our careers. So I was working at an aluminum foundry and machine shop. Okay, a family-owned business. Really cool, honestly, for a 19-year-old <laughs> to, to get into this kind of a company. So I was kind of an office manager, kind of did some purchasing, kind of just admin type role. And so we had this whole team of machinists. We had this whole team of, you know, huge like aluminum castings that were pipelines. And that's the kind of products we were making. So I only give you that because it's kind of interesting as a transition. One of the machinists that worked there and we were all friends, right? So this machinist ended up going to a company called Ultradent and we all kind of stayed in touch. And once in a while, you know, you do like a Saturday barbecue and everybody kind of get together. And he's like, this place is amazing. You, I mean, if anybody's like looking around, like, look here, this place is the best. So that was, you know, a little spark of interest for me. So as kind of time went on, an opening came about um, in operations and purchasing at this company, Ultradent. And I went for it. I applied. I got the job and grew up there. I worked wait, there wait, for wait. 15 I'm, I'm, years. Wait, did, did you have to go to college or did you just get the job? They were like 19-year-old Suzanne worked in aluminum factory. Boom. Done. Clearly capable. Um, I was in college at the oh, time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. so it was happening. It wasn't like, it wasn't like you just got picked up like in the minor leagues that you it kind you, of was though. It oh, kind of was. Wow. That's so yeah. cool. And yeah, so what did Ultradent do? So at that time, Ultradent was, let's call it medium-sized company. They were probably about 300 people making manufacturing dental products for the dental industry. So, you know, complete medical device manufacturing company. And I actually did have the experience they were looking for. So my role at this machine shop and foundry was technically harder than the job I applied for, but I was applying for a job in like a bigger company, obviously with growth opportunity. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, grace of God, I'm not sure my parents, I have lots of mentors okay. to thank along the so, way, but so it really was luck. <laughs> did you want to be in marketing? Cause your title at Gage is what, are you the CMO? Yeah. CMO. So this, we're, we went way back and how I got into. No, I love this, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so then, so then after that, but did you want to be a marketer? Yes. So, okay. I mean, how, how much time do we have? Oh, we have this? as much time as I want. That's the great thing okay. about my well, podcast. 
cut out all the boring parts. But um, so I went there, I became a buyer. I was, you know, working with all these suppliers. It was an elevated role from this smaller company, but I was in operations. And I, I have this like really analytical side to the way I think and the things I enjoy. So I loved it. I mean, there was all this forecasting, buying, negotiations, and I, I just thrived. I loved the job, made lots of great relationships. So as time went on, you know, so I mentioned I was there for 16 years. So time goes on. I actually led the purchasing department. I had a team. It was really cool. Um, I had a great mentor for a boss there. And a job opening became available in the marketing department. And it, by this time, you know, I was working full time and going to school part time, but I had graduated. And my schooling was all about my passion, which was English. So I love reading and writing. And so I'm doing like this business analytical stuff, but then, you know, I'm learning and getting educated in how to write and communicate. So a job comes open in marketing and I went for it. And again, luck was on my side. And so I got a job in marketing. That's amazing. And then from there, what was the trajectory? Just rattle off the companies that you went through. And then how did you land a gauge? Well, I mean, from there, I had a lot of learning to do. And I luckily had a lot of amazing people around me that facilitated that learning and understanding the customer, understanding all of it. And, you know, I brought some of my education into the mix, but kind of like worked my way. So I left Ultradent in 2015. And then I went to Ormco. Um, Ormco's huge in, in the orthodontic industry. That's where we met. That's where we met. Um, one of the best experiences in my career working there, still friends with several people from there, loved the company. Um, and it was from there that I was introduced to Gage. So that's where I landed. And, and for, for people who don't know, Gage is a data solutions and comprehensive practice analytics platform. And they have many other surfaces, services, but in the end, it's all to help orthodontists and their practices perform better. Just give us the elevator pitch on what Gage is and what value it brings to practices. Absolutely. So, I mean, orthodontists are in the business of caring for people and providing quality oral health care, aligning teeth, you know, proper occlusion. And what Gage does is it really kind of brings in um, the power of software automation in helping them see how their business is actually performing. So a lot of orthodontists will say, you know, we didn't get any business school classes. <laughs> you know, how, how am I supposed to run my business? And um, some of the smartest people in the world, orthodontists are absolutely brilliant individuals. Um, what Gage does is it, it gives them a dashboard. You know, what are what was my production? What are my collections? What were my starts? Um, it saves them time and it, and it provides a lot of clarity and ease of understanding and what's happening you know, every day. And it's, you know, on their laptop, it's on their mobile. Um, so they can always keep tabs on what's going on in their business. But that does make it handy because then they can make really smart decisions, you know, when it matters and it's, you know, big data is going to be huge. It's going to help companies really shift in, it, like how they make money in the future. They're going to be yeah. able to like change one little thing and those profit margins will go up. And I imagine that's a pretty fun discovery when you get to show an ortho like, hey, look, if you if you do this and you're looking for this type of client or you need this type of data, here's where you should focus. Do you see that a lot with what you do? Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, really what Gage is doing is kind of bringing the sophistication of like a Fortune 500 or 100 company to a small business. You know, I mean, we didn't have this level of sophistication at, you know, a couple of years ago. I mean, so so Gage is really um, elevating the critical few, as as some of us in corporate America like to say, we've always got priorities we're juggling. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I spend money here or there? One of the values Gage brings is like, hey, here's where you should be celebrating. Here's where you should be concentrating some efforts and solution finding. That makes a lot of sense. So we have a big event coming up. And I say we because I believe, are we considered a sponsor? Yes. Rainbites Creative, official sponsor of Engage a Gage event. What are the dates? September. Uh, September 23rd through the 25th in Alpharetta, Georgia. Yes, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited to see everybody. But I think these events are really cool. Are they just for Gage clients? Are we just trying to get Gage folks there? We are happy to invite any and all um, in the orthodontic industry. It's definitely focused in orthodontics. And um, the meeting is a user's meeting in the sense that we're a software company and there is a fair bit of training about how to best use the software to leverage it for your day-to-day activities and actions. However, if there was people interested and wanting to learn about Gage, it's a relatively inexpensive way to come get some CE, get some education and learn about it and, and talk to peers about it as well and see how they're using it. And I mean, I think orthodontists already know this. You get a group of orthodontists together that haven't seen people in a while. It's a good time. And there's going to be some fun parties. It is going to be fun. I mean, our our theme this year is the Roaring Twenties and the Data Revolution. Um, there are really a lot of parallels to what was happening in the 1920s as far as, I mean, let's not call it post-pandemic, but kind of in pandemic um, and how the economy, the trajectory and the way that was looking. And so, you know, there's there's really a lot where we can kind of derive, okay, back then the industrial revolution, automation, repeatability of tasks was really accelerating um, how production was done and accelerating the economy in that way. And, and while industry wasn't brand new, there was this acceleration. And here we are in 2020, and we're seeing a lot of the 2021. Don't you said 2020. Oh. <laughs> in a long time. The 2020s. It's 20. I know, right? The 2020s. <laughs> that, that we both just had like a moment of panic well, 2020. But here's the thing it's like i had such high expectations for the 20s i had opened up a, a, a couple new businesses had plans for big roaring 20s themed things i was like we're gonna be bringing it in like it's it's on and then all of a sudden this thing called covid just sneaks up on you I know. And ruins your life. <laughs> it ruins your life. Um, but the, the tenacious win, right? So those with the grit and the muscle and the stick to and do the smart things, they come out ahead. And that's exactly where we are. And I did mean oh, to say 2020s, not 2020. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, I, I mean, I, I think, I mean, you, I've watched you guys grow over the past couple of years, and I can see how you guys are transforming practices, and it's cool to kind of ride alongside you guys and help people with their marketing while they're getting such good service, and then you know, you have tools like Market Maps, which I'd like to tell everybody a little about about too, which companies like ours, Brainbytes, uses to get persona data and location data to better target our ads. So 
what is market maps? How is it part of gauge and, and why is it a useful tool? Yeah. So gauge is really focused on everything happening within your practice, right? Like what's my day to day, what's flowing through new patients, you know, all the way through treatment. Um, market maps is now looking outside of your practice at your demographics, what is around you and helping practices be more strategic in their approach to finding um, who would be most likely to come in and accept treatment. The sophistication in marketing, and Jay, you're far more expert here, um, but the sophistication in what we've seen at, talking about the data revolution over the last five years is huge. Insane. Um, insane. It's creepy right? insane. It's very creepy. Um, <laughs> yes. And, and when these things are happening, it's like, then you start to weigh it out. It's even like becomes philosophical. Okay. Do I get on board with this? Do I fight it? How do I navigate it? And so that's where we've um, really brought this high level of sophistication to our clientele to say, Hey, you have the opportunity to become sniper level in your marketing rather than, you know, what, what's been kind of known Shocking, as like spray yeah. and pray and just yeah, spray and pray. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You know, you throw out an ad to give you an idea of, of, you know, what market maps really allows us to do is let's say that we're looking at a practice and we notice that, you know, they have a gap in the kind of patient they'd like to see. What market maps does is it breaks up a geographic map into quadrants and then assigns the people who live in those quadrants a, a, a score of like, Hey, they are, this person who lives at this address is an AO3. Here's a, and there are 72, I think, different parameters of persona. And we all fall into one. And this helps us know, okay, this area, this neighborhood right here, it has 300 homes in it. And these people are our target. So rather than do a marketing campaign where we're doing six miles let's do one mile and let's make it a circle and the center be the middle of this neighborhood and let's feed these folks ads. Or maybe it's different. Maybe we're looking for a different kind of customer. We want older females above 40 who want braces. And the data shows us that those people want to have, and I use that because my wife just had braces not that long ago. <laughs> we, want, we want those people, we learn through our research that they want direct mail. So it's not like, hey, there's only one strategy. It's a combination and a holistic approach. And market maps really let you wrap your head around it. Now, what's cool about where you tie and gauge is that when you have brain bites, you have market maps, you have gauge, you are getting more attribution than you could ever want because mm -hmm. gauge is giving you the attribution after the lead comes in, which is really, really nice. And like, you don't see that a lot. And then you're getting the analytics behind that. So I just think it's a trifecta. And the cool thing is because of our partnership with Gage, if you buy two programs from uh, Brain Bites and you're an orthodontist, we're going to, and you meet us at a conference or something, like that, we're going to give you market maps for free as part of your engagement with us because we believe in it so much and we believe in what Gage is doing. So if, if you want to go and you get a free demo of Gage and I'm sure a free demo of market maps, go to gauge.com. That's G A I D G E.com and go and request a free demo. Everybody there is fantastic, right? Suzanne, there's no bad people there. 
None. No, nope. honestly. I mean, None. it sometimes seems like tongue in cheek, but we have um, a team full of amazingly talented and caring individuals. And um, yeah, I mean, this is just the best. This is one of this is probably my favorite job of all time. I love um, our team here. Yeah. They're really, you You do have an awesome team. Everybody's super fun to work with and always, always a smile, even after only two hours of sleep at the beginning of conference. Uh, I know those conferences. I mean, we turn it up, you know, like engage, we've got this whole roaring twenties theme. I mean, we've, I mean, I have my little zoot suit hat right here. Oh, like, I'm wearing zoot suits every day. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait till you see. Wait till you see the branding we've created for this. I actually owe you a reply. I, you, I saw your note last night. I owe you a reply. Oh, did I send you a note? Oh, yes. I, oh, don't. Yeah, I know. It's quiet. You have to have the secret code and pound on your chest three times and jump up and down. Suzanne, I wanted to like you've been in the game a while, right? So I want to do kind of a lightning round of orthodontic questions, like just random changes in the marketplace, not like trivia, right? Like how, what ligaments hold the teeth into place? I don't, I don't care. Uh, it's really more about marketing. Okay. okay. Jen, these are off the top of your head. Uh, biggest marketing trend in the last five years in orthodontics. Mm, social media. Okay. Worst use of social media. What's the oh, worst no. way an ortho can use social media? How should they not use it from a marketer's perspective? What's a no-no? Um, don't think you're marketing to your peers. Recognize who your audience is that you're marketing to. Ooh, good one, good one. And I'll, I can follow up and tell you why if you want me to. Please, yes. Um, that can create like this perfectionism thing that like maybe if I think I might get criticized by peers, I'm not going to put stuff out there, especially before and afters. Um, but just remember, it's moms. It's people like me that, that want to see that stuff. Biggest waste of marketing dollars in an orthodontic practice. Um, just throwing money at every um, every single sponsorship that comes your way from your community. I don't know if it's the biggest dollar spend. Um, I was just trying to think of where I would be more strategic. The, it's, you can't quantify that. Well, here's the other thing. That's what I was going to say. If you're throwing any dollar at anything that you don't understand what return that's bringing to you, that's your biggest waste. Yeah. What do you think the biggest problem in orthodontic marketing is? Um, probably lack of um, a well thought out plan. Um, a little bit of like, let's try this, let's try that. Do you think that's because like they shouldn't even be worrying about that? That's like not what they do, right? Like, I mean, I don't <laughs> go try to fix my own teeth. <laughs> well, know, well, that's that's interesting because I I think all orthodontists need to market. Um, they have you know built-in turnover, and you know the best orthodontists, of course, are busy and they're keeping it going. Um, marketing is a pretty pretty essential function in a practice, and so I guess the follow-up is is taking taking it seriously enough to say, hey, we've really got to kind of think about a plan. What do we want to accomplish? Where do we think we're going to get the biggest bang for the buck? Let's put the dollars there. And then let's have some mechanisms of measuring how well those dollars do. I mean, it's it's not always one plus one equals five. You can't always make it perfectly linear attribution, as you mentioned. But to be able to understand holistically, I think, is pretty critical. 
Suzanne Wilson, CMO of Gage, friend of all. Thank you for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. If you are interested in trying out Gage, go to gage.com, G-A-I-D-G-E.com and go and schedule a demo. Suzanne, thank you again. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. On behalf of Brain Bites and the Aligned Podcast, I'm Jason Throden. We'll see you next time.